Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We got a guest who's a regular on the show. We, you know, we reach out to Miles for just, you know, the Braves. I don't talk to him about the Hawks that much, but we do tap in his knowledge as far as the Falcons. You can talk to him about Atlanta United as well, because I see Miles out at the really? out at the Children's Healthcare of Atlanta training ground all the time. Hang on a second. Have you been holding back on us, buddy? Miles Garrett from Fox 5. Good morning. <laughs> hey, good morning, guys. Yeah, no, I do see, I do see Jason up in uh, Marietta from time to time. Yes, yeah, hmm. you can get him to talk some Atlanta United as well. We'll make him work harder. I mean, I don't want him to take my spot with you guys. You know, come on. <laughs> Miles, how was your Thanksgiving, buddy? It was very good. Had about uh, two visits, I guess you could say, for Thanksgiving. So uh, very blessed. Yesterday. What do you mean two visits? Two, two dinners or lunches of sorts. That ain't bad. That's really good. That, well, that's a guy in shape talking. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you need two this dinners. That's a guy in shape talking. All right, man, listen, we got this weekend uh, Falcons and, and Saints, and there's a lot of stuff on the periphery going on out at Mercedes-Benz celebrating 50 years of hip-hop out there. But getting to the game, getting to a team that's getting back on the field after all sorts of conversation, what's going on with the quarterback, and, and, and just overall, where's, where is and, and, of course, the bye week, where are they at right now in your mind and what they have to do other than a win against this Saints team? What do they have to show you? Well, I, I think it, to, to say that where they're at right now isn't a disappointment would be, you know, putting it very lightly. This is a team that had the easiest schedule in the National Football League. And frankly, you know, for the next few weeks, we'll really be playing those backup quarterbacks like they've been playing the last month or so. I mean, we don't know if uh, Derek Carr is going to start. could be Jameis Winston. You've got uh, the Colts starting Gardner Minshew. You've got the Jets starting Tim Boyle. You know, it's just a whole bunch of – fortunate events for you as a team you know if you're facing off against teams like that but that hasn't really worked out in Atlanta's favor the last few weeks playing against quarterbacks making their first start of the season so that being said they are at a crossroads I think because the team has had this exact same record at this point for the last few seasons you thought this season was going to be different because of the schedule and the personnel they have but all we have is the information that we have when we go and and speak to them on Wednesdays at, uh, at Flowery Branch and so far it seems like they're not panicking, but uh, they really do need to get these two wins in a row here to make sure the season doesn't fall off the rails really quick. I know we like to throw, you know, this is a must-win game, whether it's because it's the Saints and it's the rivalry or because of where the team is. Who do you think it is the biggest must-win game for? You know, people are, are talking about Desmond Ritter, talking about Arthur Smith. You know, who is this the most important for to get the win on Sunday? Yeah, I mean, if we're talking about job security per se, 
I would say Arthur Smith. Um, I don't think he's on the hot seat right now. Um, we've got some good reporting from Josh Kendall and Jess Schultz from The Athletic about it, and it, it appears that Arthur Smith isn't going anywhere for the time being, and at least for the remainder of this season. But if you lose a game like that to the New Orleans Saints at home after the bye week, after you put Desmond Ritter back out there, I think that was a big talking point the last few weeks is everyone was kind of pointing fingers at the quarterback. You know, it was the quarterback play that was holding this team mm-hmm. back. Then Taylor Heineke goes in there, and you kind of really see almost the exact same results really on offense, maybe even a little bit worse because the offense still wasn't scoring any points against these defenses. So all that being said, I think that took a lot of pressure off of a guy like Desmond Ritter, for instance, because I think that there was a lot of finger pointing at him for being the reason that the Falcons offense wasn't where it needed to be. And maybe there is some truth to that, but at the same time, when you put someone else in and you see the same results, especially a veteran like Heineke, the finger pointing is going to go directly to the guy calling the plays. And Arthur Smith, you know, again, we were told this is year three of a three-year rebuild where, you know, you're going to start competing and winning some games. And so far it's looked almost exactly the same. And, you could argue there's been some regression a little right. bit, especially on the offensive side. You know, it's, it's strange. I say this to both of you guys. I can't remember the last time that every team in this division didn't have an identity. Not one. I, it, listen, we've lost, the last one was obviously Drew Brees being out there with Sean Payton. Mm-hmm. You knew what they were going in. Now that's changed. We don't know what's, how long David Carr's gonna, or Derek Carr is going to last out there and what they're going to be. And same with the Falcons, same with Tampa Bay, same with Carolina. We, they don't have an identity. They will maybe get one here in a little while, but at the same time, all of them. I've never seen that before. Yeah, this division is in a weird spot, and that's the crazy thing about it, Miles, is you know, we can, and I'm with you. It has been a disappointing season, but they can be in first place by the end of Sunday. Yeah, they could. They can. They can, which is you know, saying a lot just because of how, else, how everyone else is in this division, like you said. I've said this on the show multiple times that this team, that this season, it was such a year to kind of put your foot on the gas and really establish yourself as the next team in the NFC South because I've never really been a believer in Dennis Allen. I think he's kind of shown who he is as a head coach in this league with New Orleans. you got the Buccaneers with Todd Bowles and a, a, perhaps a journeyman quarterback in Baker Mayfield who doesn't look like he might be your long-term answer, even though I think he's done some good things. And then You've got the Panthers, who very well may have a new head coach next season with just what they're doing, and you, you never know how they're going to implement a new system there with the talent that they have. So, yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, it's, it, the division's right there for the taking, and on paper, the Falcons should have this division just because of the personnel and the schedule. Yeah, we've spent a lot of time talking about the offensive side of the ball, but we haven't talked much about the loss of Grady Jarrett and what that does to the defensive side. Talk about that in your mind and, and how you fill that void if it you know, possible. You know, that's an interesting one because as soon as he tore his ACL or had that injury, we asked the defensive players about that. Like, how do you replace a guy like Grady Jarrett? And I thought their response was interesting. Ryan Nielsen said the same thing. It's that you don't replace a guy like that, a guy who's been such a staple on your defense like that, basically your quarterback on that end. And, you know, you you just kind of hope that guys step up and, and somehow fill the void that he leaves. And, I think the loss of Grady Jarrett has been a lot bigger impact on this team than we anticipated because all season the defense has been one of the bright spots for this team, right? I mean, they've kept the offense in games, putting you in position to win, uh, and then you lose David Onyemata as well for a game, and you really start to see the impact of that on the defensive side. So I think that 
you know, everyone's been looking at the offense as the reason this team has been struggling, but I think the defense has really taken a hit these last few weeks with the loss of Grady Jarrett. I mean, you're seeing them giving up all these points. I mean, they had their worst game against the Vikings, against Josh Dobbs, the quarterback with three days of, of training there in Minnesota. You put up or give up rather 25 against the Cardinals, 28 against the Titans. I mean, these are all teams starting rookie quarterbacks or quarterbacks making their first start. You know, that's just not something you see, especially out of this defense that has been so good this season. You mentioned on Yamada, he is fully back. He's fully participated all week this week in practice. Hasn't had any setbacks, right? Yes. No, I have not heard any setbacks that would keep him out of this game. See, that's huge because you go back and you look at these past three games, they're giving up you know, almost 150 yards on the ground. And all season long, they've been good in that department. 14th in the NFL, but missing Grady Jarrett, obviously, and Onyemata, everything starts to fall apart if teams can run on you, right? Yeah, and, and oddly enough, that's really been the Falcons' bread and butter on offense the last few years was yeah. their running game. And you saw how they could able to, or how they were able to rather win games and kind of push the envelope envelope a little bit in that aspect of of offense and you're really kind of seeing them get a taste of their own medicine the last few weeks in that arena and you're right I mean that was something they were very good at stopping earlier in the season that was that really was their defense's strength was stopping the run game teams weren't really able to have any success against them so you're starting to see that impact especially their late in games as teams are kind of able to pull away and drain down the clock on them. Miles Garrett, Fox 5, joining uh, Jason and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. We only got you for a few more minutes, buddy, and I want to let you spread your wings about the rest of the NFL. What's your story so far this year as we get to Thanksgiving here? What, I mean, the, whether you expected it in a good way or bad way, what's your story so far? Well, it's obviously got to be Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift, right? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, I would say uh, – Honestly, this, I don't know if this one comes as a surprise, but really I think it's been a quiet success of the Ravens and how they're one of the best teams in the NFL and really just the overall success of the AFC North. I mean, you've got the Browns, who I think are also another quiet 7-3 and team. You lose your best player in Nick Chubb. You lose your quarterback in Deshaun Watson, and they're still winning games. And you've got the Steelers, who somehow – are outgained every single game. They fire their offensive coordinator and are still at six and four. So I think the AFC North has been a really fun storyline to follow this season just because of all the teams. I mean, obviously, you know, you think the Bengals coming into the season are going to be the threat there, but, you know, you lose Joe Burrow and your season kind of unravels very quickly. But as far as storylines go, I think the AFC North has been a really interesting one. Um, I mean, you could argue the AFC East is also an interesting division to monitor as well, just because of everything going on with the Jets. And then obviously you have two powerhouses in the Dolphins and Bills. So um, I would say the AFC definitely has the the juicier storylines, if if I had to say. Miles, I'll finish with this. I'll, I'll ask you what Greg asked me earlier in the show. After Dallas's win yesterday, are they back back? Are they legit? Are they a Super Bowl contender in your mind? You got to make it quick because we only got 30 seconds. With that defense, yes. Uh, I still don't believe in them, though, because I think they're facing off against some uh, mad teams that they've gotten these wins against. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to rush you. I'm sorry about that. Is it Mike McCarthy? <laughs> Is that your biggest worry? Because that's mine, if I'm a Cowboys fan. I, I don't believe in Mike McCarthy. I also am not the biggest believer in Dak. I think Dak's a decent quarterback. But until they beat a team with a pretty solid winning record, I'm not a believer in them. Well, well there you go. 
Biles, as always, we thank you, buddy. Probably talking to you next week. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, and uh, enjoy the rest of your Thanksgiving holiday. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.